30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Come on in, y'all. We got the Cajun music playing. We got the coffee pot all filled up. We got the couches empty. There's room for everybody. Gary D., we used to have a radio engineer that said Cajun music to him sounded like one big cat fight on a fiddle. (laughs) That's not far off, no. I don't know. I just don't think he appreciated the finer no. things. That's yeah, for I tell you, sure. it, it, you can't. Uh, I can't dance either, but <laughs> I don't mind embarrassing myself on the floor when that when you hear that beat. Uh, when That's, you hear that beat, you just you go and you watch a, a real Cajun experienced man dancing. His head never moves. It never goes up or down, and it just glide. If you just watch his head. It glides across, and if you just focus on his head, you don't think his body's doing anything else. And everything below his shoulders is like going like nine different directions, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and it's so smooth. Mm-hmm. I can't do it either. <laughs> My aunt and uncle could do it just beautifully, and they, they didn't have to look at each other because they they would just be like uh, you know straight ahead, looking uh, in in the straight direction, and just moving around like that. it's like poetry. It's when poetry you watch in motion. It. Yeah, it right. really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. All right, folks, we've got a lot of ground to cover here in the 9 o'clock hour, as well as take your calls. This is the open line hour. If you've got a project you want to visit with us about, give us a ring, one 767 4348 I have a little bit of preliminary information I want to get out just to fuel the pump and get your, your brains ticking and clicking away. But if you've got a project that you're trying to get done um, around your house, your home, your castle, or your cabin from the bottom of the foundation to the top of the roof and anything in between, give us a ring and we'll put our 45 years of building and remodeling homes in Arizona to work for you uh, to try and solve whatever it is you're trying to get done, to review any proposal that you might have that you want a second opinion on. Just give us a ring, one 767 We're talking about the fact that the Crawfish Festival is going on right now up in uh, uh, Bison, Bison Ranch. Ranch. Overgard. Bet you that smells good this morning. The mix the ponderosas, the wet ponderosa and boiling crawfish. You know what? There's nothing that smells better than fresh boiled crawfish. But having said that, there's nothing that smells worse than leftover crawfish holes after about three or four days best fertilizer in the world best fertilizer in the world best fertilizer in the world but when you take old crawfish hulls and throw them in that black trash can that you've got from the city along with me now we buy we buy whole chickens so they need to be viscerated so that leaves a bit of residue, and if you have a chicken on Tuesday night and your garbage gets picked up on Monday, long about Friday night or Saturday, you push the black trash can out to the curb like maybe two or three days early, and when you see your neighbors jogging by and passing out and face-planting in the sidewalk as they pass your trash can, you know it's time to do something. <laughs> I never knew 
there's a when I got my first pressure washer, I thought I've got to be able to clean this thing. You don't want to pressure wash your own trash can. I'll tell you that right now from personal experience. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You have to kind of lay it down on the driveway, straddle it like a horse, and then point the 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 wand in there. And keep your head and face way back out of the And so you can't see what you're doing. You can't really clean it really good. It doesn't work. So I lived with this marginally dangerous trash can for about three years. And I finally called Jennifer. I said, Jennifer, just call the city of Scottsdale and see what are we supposed to do with a trash can that stinks this bad. (laughs) They said, oh, we bring you a new one. (laughs) <laughs> so like two days later they just dropped so like now about once a year i'm gonna be calling them and saying i'd like to recycle my trash container but i never knew and i just discovered there is a company called jet sparkle that will clean your garbage and your recycling can both for 44 dollars. now now that is brilliant is this a local company? Or yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Jet Sparkle. I have no idea. I, I I don't know who they are. I don't know how good a job they do. But for forty four dollars, it's definitely worth a try. <laughs> Woo, man! And then the trash can at the office, which is in Phoenix, broke, and the lid tore off. It took Phoenix about what three weeks to come put that lid back on that trash can, but it's fixed. It's fixed. All right. Did you see the headlines? Metro Phoenix is now building at the fastest pace that it has in 10 years. Maricopa County was the fastest growing county in the entire country last year. Costs are going up. In the annual IHS market research where they gauge 12 different categories of construction costs, all 12 categories are up, and they're up a lot. People ask me all the time. I have I have past clients calling me. Rosie, you did the hall bathroom, uh, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Would you come do the other bathroom? And the other, the first bathroom, I may have I may have torn the entire bathroom out and put a whole new bathroom in there for fifteen thousand dollars. We can't even demo a bathroom anymore for fifteen thousand dollars hardly. Any hall bathroom that you want ripped out and put back together, it's a minimum of twenty, twenty-two thousand dollars. When you stop and think that the job generally breaks down one-third material, one-third labor, one-third supervision, overhead, profit, and 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 property insurance, you start looking at a bathroom anymore. Can I redo this bathroom for seven thousand dollars in material cabinets? Countertops, mirrors, light fixtures, floor tile, all the plumbing fixtures, the faucets, the toilet, the tub, the shower valve, the tub surround, the glass enclosure. No, you can't. At wholesale prices, you can't do it. So people always ask me, when's a good time to remodel? I would tell you right now, all remodelers worth their salt are backed up. Someone called me yesterday and i said look the first time i can even see you to look the job over is the third week of august and he said well can you recommend anybody (laughs) so i actually recommended a couple people maybe they can get to you a little quicker 
And in those bathrooms that we're remodeling, the number one trend right now is to create large walk-in showers. Shortly behind that, just very closely behind that, is everybody wants the adaptability for universal design for aging and living in place. The third trend that's most popular right now is get rid of those doors on the showers. Give me some way I can get in and out of that shower without the door. And then the fourth most common is get rid of the tub and just give me a shower. So that's the bathrooms. That's the cost of bathrooms. The other thing I wanted to talk to you all about real quick, and Judy, I see you're on hold. Miss Judith, I'm going to take your call. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk to you all about was the APS Letter of the Week. So we're going to cover that in Segment 3. We're going to cover Jennifer's Soapbox in Segment 2 right after this short commercial break. But right now, we'll take Judith, and let's see how we can help Judith before the first break here. Good morning. Is it Alan or Judith? Alan. Oh, it's Alan. Hey, man. Hey, good morning. <coughs> Uh, just quickly before you, you were talking about crawfish. And <laughs> yeah. Years ago, my wife and I were traveling through Biloxi, Mississippi, so we pulled over for a rest and went to a crawfish festival. <clears throat> and because we're being from Maine, you know, she looked at the crawfish and thought they were pretty small, but she did enjoy them. But they said, you know, you got to really suck the brains out of the head, too. And she said, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> But anyways, uh, well, it's a little <laughs> much smaller than a lobster, very, but but a lot richer. And if if you can ever develop the courage, once you eat the tail meat, you take your fingers across the brain and head of the crawfish, you crush it, put it in your mouth, and suck it, and that's really where all the seasoning is. Well, well, we'll do without the protein for now. <laughs> but anyways, a uh, couple of weeks ago, Monday, in the East Valley, we had a oh terrible storm come through, and I did lose a large Palo Verde tree, which cost me a fortune to get replaced, you know, to haul it away. Yeah. But the insurance adjuster come out, and he also went up on the roof, because he noticed on my dish up there, uh, there's a lot of spots, and he started chalking all, all over the spots on the roof, and he said there was a lot of hail damage on the shingles, and he submitted a report to the, he suggested replacing the shingles, you know, which insurance may cover. But I was just wondering, you know, when I was up there replacing a few shingles, it, it looked okay, but is there any danger that <clears throat> down the road it could be leaking? You know what, you know damage? what, I if, you're, if your insurance adjuster for your homeowner's insurance policy has been to the property and assessed you incurred damage from the hailstorm, I would follow his lead because it isn't real obvious. You have to have a trained eye taking a look at how deep the penetrations were, how deep the scars and the pockmarks are in the three tabs. You know, if, if your adjuster feels like you incurred damage, Go with the flow. Go to rosieonthehouse.com. Get yourself a couple roofers. We've got Overson Roofing over there in the east side of town. We've got Lions Roofing on the east side of town. Pinnacle will go over there. You know, we can give you plenty of great Rosie on the House certified roofers to come give you a second opinion. But, you know, uh, this this goes right to Jennifer's Soapbox, which we're going to get on 
right after this short break. Folks, I want to talk to you all about car shopping right now. And I tell you what, if you're car shopping for anything, you've got to be car shopping for Ford. And if you're car shopping for Ford, why not go to the number one Ford dealership in the entire country? They're located right here in the Valley in Glendale, Arizona, Sanderson Ford. They've got the Arizona Diamondbacks alumni game presented by America's best-selling Ford dealership, Sanderson Ford, taking place Saturday, August 4th at 2 p.m. prior to the D-backs regular season. That'll be a lot of fun. Stop into Sanderson Ford pick up two complimentary tickets to attend that game. It'll be a blast. They've got supplies for 200 tickets. No test drive required. While you're there, check out Arizona's biggest selection of Ford trucks and get 0% financing for 60 months plus $3,500 cash back on over three. Hundred trucks in stock. Purchase or lease any new Ford. Sanderson Ford will donate one hundred dollars to Gonzo's Hometown Heroes Fund. Now that's supporting the local community. That's car dealing as it should be. Jennifer now has her own soapbox music. When I get on my soapbox, it's rocky, right? When Jennifer gets on her soapbox, it's, who is this? <laughs> Terry Gibbs. Terry Gibbs. One hit wonder from the country One charts. hit wonder from singing the country about, charts. She's singing about two-legged roof rats. Jennifer's soapbox, all about two-legged roof rats. They've it's all hard. yours, baby. Well, they've hit hard. And it's just caused me a lot of anxiety to hear that there's people being taken advantage of um, in the roofing industry. It happens in all industries, but um, what is being done is probably, from the research I've done, not illegal. Uh, but they're very questionable at the best and not very honest. We've got some really heavy-duty marketers kind of planting themselves in neighborhoods over there. And uh, convincing people they need a roof, convincing people, hey, don't talk to your insurance company. We'll take care of it for you. And you're getting most of this feedback from the far West Valley Surprise Sun City area, right? I've heard from all kinds of people. The same names come up over and over again. I've talked to insurance companies over there who are are just on their, on the, they have them on their radar. These guys have actually come in and threatened lawsuits because they feel like the insurance company is stopping their business. Um, So that, all that to be said. We just need to educate everybody to be careful and not to open that door when somebody comes knocking. Um, these companies, so these guys come out, they're sales guys, and so they're in it for the dollar. They're going to get commission if they convince you to buy a new roof and let them take care of the whole thing. And the companies are representing, I have, we have done research on, they're four years old at the most. They have complaints against them. One of them has five, Rosie. They're only four years old. Our guys have been in business 30 years and don't have one yeah. complaint against them. That's a real red flag. So, and then thinking long term, these some of the people are really happy. So you go and Yelp and you say, oh, these guys did a great job. The thing is, they've only had the roof for six months. Yeah. What happens 10 years from now when that roof fails early and this company is no longer around? Well, and so much of that, one of the, our biggest anxieties with Yelp is he. It's not verified. It could be, it it could, could be it themselves. Be his mom <laughs> I know, right? on there with an account. Oh right. yeah, he did my roof. Well, and if you go to this um, marketing company, they'll hand you a card. If you look it up, it, they make themselves look like roofers and make themselves look like good guys, but they're not. They're bullies. So just you know, if you have any questions, call us. If you if you feel just don't open the door. If you think you have um, 
problems, do like our like Alan did, and call your inju- adjuster and let them come out and look at it. I we love our insurance guys at Focus. Um, Clay, I trust him completely to be honest with me and to send me guys who are going to take good care of me. So Clay had three suggestions. When you have damage, you know, secure the property and um, protect you from more damage. Call Rosie. We love Clay. Call Rosie and get a license, you know, reputable contractor, and, um, and then work with your adjuster. So why, why should you have to have a middleman for your own adjuster if you have good insurance? Well, and I think one key detector is if the person in your house is pushing so hard, he's, they're intimidating you. And should you give in? And so We've actually had people call Jennifer at the office and say, well, I've already signed, but there's such scary people. I'm afraid to cancel for what they might do. And they signed without a number on the bottom, which is illegal. You cannot sign a blank contract no. with no dollar amount. And these two guys came into a home with an elderly couple, each on a walker, the older people. They separated them and spoke to them separately. And she had turned him away first, one of them, came back as two, bullied their way in and convinced this woman. And she had her wits enough wits about her to... Um, you know, to go ahead and call the next day and cancel because she realized, hey, she goes, I, my dad taught me well, Jennifer. I don't know how I did that. Jennifer on the soapbox. There you go. Two-legged roof rats. Somebody's knocking. Don't answer that door. Somebody's knocking. Should I let him in? Lord, it's devil. Would you look at and it's, the roofing industry isn't the only one susceptible that's to this right. type of treatment. So Do your homework. We're just being hit by a flood of these particular specific complaints. And this time of year, as we take on more storms, it'll, it'll just ramp up. And it happens to all age category homeowners. It happens in all neighborhoods, and it happens all across the great state of Arizona. So what we want to do is, first thing we want to do is turn off Jennifer's mic. <laughs> And she's now a call screening. <laughs> call she's screening. Call screening. Uh, the, the one thing we want to do, the reason we get up and have done this show for 30 years, the reason I first started the show 30 years ago was primarily to protect the Arizona homeowner, in particular to protect you from making mistakes because of bad information. In the 30 years, Romy, I'm, I'm proud to say that there's actually been three or four companies we have literally run out of the state of Arizona that needed to be run out of the state of Arizona, and they're gone. So, and they did the same thing when challenged uh, Jennifer was talking about you know just coming back and bullying. That's, I mean, that's their first reaction is to intimidate you into submission, and that's when you really know you've <laughs> really got a bad <laughs> apple. Because if it was anyone worth his weight and salt, back, like, well, no, I'll, I'll prove it. I can prove it. Well, no, you got to go. Uh, you know what? Which reminds me of a quote. I'm gonna. I want to grab. Okay. On that, um, from earlier, I'm, I'm not gonna have time before the okay. break, but uh, I think that was said earlier. You know, we have enough good roofers that are in the state that have been here a long time. Uh, th- there's no reason to you know, bring you know hire somebody new that the num the number one measure of protection is if you didn't solicit them to come on your property. They shouldn't be on your property, okay? Number one, method of protection.
Apparently it's some of the most fun music in the world. But where else do you learn how to cook a meal in a song? And in Louisiana. <laughs> Ain't the music. Zachary Richard's been doing that his whole life. <laughs> Crawfish Festival is today. Hebrew Overguard. Get up to pace and take 260 East about another hour and pull into the south side of the road there when you see an old west looking town and get yourself some crawfish we've got danielle in tucson wants to talk about a leaky window upstairs we've got howard that wants to talk about his air conditioning blower out mom's call screening on the phone with an open line at one 767 4348 the internet machines there's a couple ways there's text to 411923 or info at rosie if you need to send a picture along with a note for uh Little little visual assistance. You've got that option as well. And before we get to all of them, we've got APS update. The APS letter of the week, which I promised as we're now moving into that time frame where everyone is beginning to get and receive their really true first summer bills under the new rates and what impact it may or may not be having on yours. I'm looking at a particular bill right now that someone sent me where their comparison from June of 2017 to July of 2018, the same month, one-year comparison from 17 to 18, their bill in consuming almost the identical amount of energy, 3,500 kilowatts, They are super cool participants, kept their demand at below. Last year, it was above a 4. It was a 4.3. This year, they were able to keep it at 3.3. So they're able to keep their peak demand a full kilowatt lower using exactly the same amount of electricity. Their bill actually went down 5%. So what we're seeing is... At in in the, in in the late fall of last year and early spring first quarter, we were warning all of you who had been following my advice for twenty years on how to supercool that we thought supercooling was going to die and that the new rate was not going to allow you to do it. But what we're finding is if you're willing to stagger your consumption and limit what peak power your house ever asks for, and there's there's ways to manipulate all that, uh, you can still save a considerable amount of money with supercooling. This particular customer is cooling 3,000 square feet to 66 degrees. <laughs> My thermostat doesn't even go past 68. Off peak. <laughs> nearly 3,000 square feet of a home down to 66 degrees from 8.15 in the evening till 2.45 in the afternoon. And then he tells his thermostat, don't come back on between 3 and 8 until the temperature hits 78 so he lets the house slowly drift up to 78. He says his air conditioners aren't even coming on. He's consuming 96% of his power off peak. That is an extreme 
super cooling advocate right there. He must have lots of sawdust. <laughs> I mean, that that is extreme. Anytime that you can get above 90% off-peak, you're doing pretty well. Most people live at about 80 85%, and then they're buying on-peak 10 or 15%. That's a well-insulated home. This home is operating at 8.7 cents a kilowatt. That's cheap. You can't get any cheaper than that. We didn't think 12 cents would be achievable, but now we see people getting below 10. So supercooling is alive and well at APS with the new tax rates. If you're interested in learning more, I couldn't encourage you any higher than to call Advance Home Systems. He's the father of supercooling, Steve Kep. He invented it. He's the one that taught me 20 years ago, and then I taught all of you. Steve Kep's phone number is 602-402-7656. You can still save a ton of money supercooling if you get educated and use the right equipment at your home. All right, with that, Romy, that's the SAPS letter of the week. I have a lot of inquiries from SRP customers and TEP customers, and I think we'll use that as our topic for next week. We'll do an analysis of the other utility providers. Okay? Let's get to the calls. Miss Daniela's been waiting a long time very patiently. Thank you for that. Calling from Tucson, how can we help? Hi there. I have a two-story home with a upstairs bedroom that has a little teeny tiny balcony off of it. When we first moved into the home, there was a fake French-like door in that room, and um, it was leaking. So we decided to rip it out and put in a slider so we could at least step out on the balcony. Okay. But we still have we still have leaking. So I don't know if this has if this is something I need to call a door and window person about or a Danie- roofer or what. Daniela, where are you in Tucson, major cross streets? I'm in Corona de Tucson, so uh, okay. south. Okay, all right. And uh, I, I would tell you that you could contact uh, any one of the window specialists in Tucson to have them take a look at it. You Can you take a couple pictures of it and, and text it up to us? Yes. Okay. And the other option is we have your name and phone number. Romy, what what day am I in Tucson next week? Is that Wednesday? I think we're Tuesday. Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, I mean, I'm Tuesday. I'm in Tucson Tuesday, Daniela, uh, at uh, River and Campbell, River and Oracle. Uh, I'll give you a call and see if while I'm down there I can't do a quick swing by, jump up on the balcony and, and pinpoint the problem. Those balconies and the door thresholds, can be a real dilemma. So one way or another, I'll talk to you before Tuesday, and we'll get this thing looked at by somebody that can help you out. From there, I think we're going in back down to Valley of the Sun and visiting with Howard, wanting to talk about air conditioning. Good morning, Howard. Good morning, Rosie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I need you to sort out this mess I have with the air conditioner. Okay. And tell me who's telling me the right stuff. Okay. Too many opinions. Let's go through it. Okay. My blower motor went out a couple of days ago. Okay. So I had that replaced by a company, and he tells me it's a good time to replace my air conditioner, which is 13 years old. Okay. 
who said uh, it's a good time you, you change the boat at the same time because of the new um, refrigeration fluid. You don't want it to mess up this and that. And so he gives me a quote on that, and he said he'll give me my money back on my blower motor because he's going to put a brand new one in there. Anyway. Okay. That, that's great. Yeah. So I get two more quotes, okay. and one of them agrees, and they both go with the train. Okay. And the third guy comes in, and he's an American standard. Okay. And uh, one guy says, you know, the first guy says, you really don't want to go with the, the Sear 18 or 20. It's got this kind of motor. There's more things to break. You're better off with this one. They're going to be in the house for about five years. The third guy with the American standard gives me an 18 Sear. He goes, it's this. He's convincing me that the newer model with something about two motors, yeah. wider, lasts longer, more efficient. So I'm trying. I, when you go on the internet, depending on what website you go to, they'll tell you which is the best <laughs> air conditioner. And so they're all different. And, and Howard, just so you know, Train and American Standard are the same brand. It's yeah, made by out. the same people. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same yeah. unit. It's how they're distributed, and a few little small details on a couple of engineering aspects. How big a house do you have? Twenty two hundred. Twenty two hundred. So, what are they quoting you? Uh, four ton. Five. Are they really? I don't like the that. XR sixteen. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't like a five ton. Is a five ton what you're currently pumping on the thirteen year old unit? Yes. Did That's what e- they told me. Okay. Did any of the guys you're getting a quote from run a manual J heat load calculation on the house? Um, they were here for an hour and a half. They went through the attic. They measured windows. That's good. Um, things like that. That's good. That's that's probably a manual J heat load calculation. I'm I'm surprised. How? What vintage home? What? When was your home built? 13 years ago. Oh, so the unit is the original to the... I'm surprised with a 13-year-old home to the the caliber that it's insulated, and you've got dual-pane windows, right? Right. And they're aluminum frame? Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, Do you have a lot of west-facing glass? Uh, The back of my house is west-facing, and yes, there's a lot of glass. Is there? Darn it. Okay. And none of that is shaded? Um, I put in the ninety percent screen. Good, and, uh, good, great. Well, the the west facing glass is probably adding a big BTU load to the calculation. At twenty two hundred square feet, I really love to see people go with a four ton. The manual J calculation is the rule, though. If they're running that and they're telling you a five ton, go with it. Uh, in in the Sear eighteen train five ton. Without any additional work to the existing ductwork, are you seeing a price somewhere's around seventy five hundred dollars, seventy five to nine thousand? Well, this was the train sixteen sear. Okay. And it's around uh, high high eights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, high sevens, low eights. Okay. And then the American Standard that was the um, 18 sear was 11. Okay. And then when I asked him to quote me something less, he quoted me a 16 sear at 97. 
And did any of them talk about uh, duck work that may or may not be required? The integrity of the duck work was good. They were happy with all that. The return air is well, big enough. I they did ask me. One of them asked me about do I have hot spots in the house? And good. I said, yeah, one room in the front. Okay. And while he was after, he says I noticed they brought the big um, vent, and then they just halfway through the house, they just funneled that off to three separate rooms. So if you would have a direct line from the room back to the air handler, then you'd get more uh, air flow in that room, okay. which would make it cooler. Okay, Howard, hang on. We're going to put you on hold, but come back to you because you, in going over these proposals, are giving all the Arizona homeowners an education that they're starving for. So we're going to finish going through your proposals. We also have Rick and Doug on hold all when we get back here at Rosie on the House. On the homepage of rosieonthehouse.com, we've got in the video section a couple of great uh, videos we've put together over a couple of years. The one right now, we're talking about choosing an air conditioning system, which we uh, had the first week of July as we started our air conditioning month. The second one is one that we've done a couple of years ago with Green Valley Heating and Cooling. They will be our guests in the next hour. Uh, this one, this video in particular, is five tips for maintaining your air conditioning as a homeowner and we'll be talking about you know what happens at those maintenance uh, services when a technician comes out before we're we switch our heating to our cooling and then our cooling back to heating uh and then there's one man i don't know about you but we the mosquitoes inside our house not outside but somehow the mosquitoes have been manifested inside our our home and we're battling skeeters right now we've got a video that Blue Sky put together as well about just facts about the Zika virus in there before you know, you're, you're worried too much about the hype, but there's great content in there. So it's uh, beyond the radio broadcast. We've got a lot of great content at com. The whole month we're talking air conditioning. Let's bring Howard back into the conversation. As y'all were listening last segment, we're actually re- reviewing several proposals he got to replace a 13-year-old five-ton air conditioning unit on a 2,200-square-foot home. Howard, you're back? I'm back. Okay. I, I here's, a, here's how I'm leaning. You, you had a service person that you had a relationship with. They were there. They replaced the blower motor. They're now saying, look, I'll give you 100% refund on that to go ahead and replace the whole unit. That kind of a relationship means something to me, Okay. But then you said there was someone else that came on site and started asking you, do you have hot spots? I think that's a very great question someone should be asking. So I kind of mm-hmm. like that. But if I'm looking at a train 5-ton 16 sear for 7800 and I'm looking at another brand 5-ton for 11000 with for two more sear, you're not going to see a payback on that $3,000 in the five-year ownership window you have for this home. So if for $7,800 you can verify that they've checked all the ductwork, they're going to make any and all corrections that need to be made, and they're giving you the variable speed compressor five-ton unit, that's the way I would go absolutely. So there's a little analysis there. Hope that helps. I've got Doug in Scottsdale calling with another air conditioning problem. Let's see if we can take Doug real quick. Good morning, Doug. Real quick, we're tight on time. Okay, real quick. Thanks, Rosie. I appreciate it. I have a uh, 
an air conditioner and I'm using the advanced home systems power management and I'm on that super saver Mac. So my question is two units upstairs, downstairs. Um, my question is I heard last week or the week before in your show that some of these newer units are using the variable speed motor. And at some point I'm going to have to replace these things. My concern is that that variable speed motor is going to be running all the time, granted at a lower rate, but it means it's going to be running into the on peak times because I do super cooling. So my concern is that with this power management unit, the new APS plan and super cooling and these new motors, that all of this may not be compatible. No, it is, Doug. All, all it takes is a setting of the timing on the equipment. You, you're, if you're super cooling, you're going to ask those variable speed compressors to cool the house at the time of day they're working the least, okay? And then you're going to ask the equipment to not turn the air conditioning back on until after 8 o'clock. It will work fabulously with the variable speed compressors and the advanced home system energy management computer. You, Doug, should see your total, your APS, I think you said, right? Correct. Okay. You should see a total kilowatt consumption. You should be at about at no more than 12 cents a kilowatt on your bill. And if you're not there, we can manipulate you to 12 cents pretty easy. Like I was saying earlier in the letter of the week, I have a customer here, variable speed compressors, uh, advanced home system management computer, and he's at under nine cents a kilowatt, 3,000 square wow. feet at 66 degrees. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I wasn't aware that on those variable speed units you could actually shut the motor off Absolutely. for a certain amount of time. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Okay, Doug, you stay in touch. Rick, I'm not going to have time to take your call. And, Howard, I've got your phone number. I'll call you back. Make sure we totally and completely answered your call after the the show is over. So, Rick, sorry I can't take your call. It's a whole house water treatment. Is it a good idea? Yes, I love whole house water treatment, but it would take me a long time to answer for all the reasons why. We have special Rosie certified air conditioning specialist in from Green Valley, Arizona. Green Valley Cooling and Heating will join us in the following hour and dig deeper and give you a better education on all the air conditioning options you have out there and how do we make it through the Arizona summers. How are we going to make it through next week? Hey, they say that heat's what brings the moisture, so I'll go through another week of extreme heat if that means we're going to get another week of rain after that. Bring it on.